Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Flood Insurance Guru Podcast. My name is Chris Green, president and owner of the Flood Insurance Guru, and your host of this podcast. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about suspended communities from the National Flood Insurance Program. But before we get started on that today, remember, if you've got questions about flood education, flood insurance, flood zone changes, or even elevation certificates, you can visit our website, floodinsuranceguru.com, for free resources when it comes to understanding flooding and flood insurance in your area. Also, make sure to check out our YouTube channel, Flood Insurance Guru, where we do our daily flood education videos. And if you want the most up-to-date information on flood insurance, flood education, even flood map changes in your area, make sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform, whether that's iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or even iHeartRadio. So let's talk about suspended communities today. Now, if you've heard some of our blogs, podcasts, or even watched some of our videos in the past, then you might know what a suspended community is. But this is a community that has not met the strict guidelines that the National Flood Insurance Program requires in order to participate. You know, many times these are communities that may have been put on probation before, and now they've moved on to the next step because they haven't met that requirements. So what all does this mean for a community? Well, generally what this means is that they're not part of the National Flood Insurance Program anymore. This means that flood insurance is not available through the National Flood Insurance Program. This means that disaster assistance and maybe even disaster grants are not available to that local community, which can be a big deal during disaster time. But does it mean that private flood insurance is not available? The answer to that question is no. You know, that's what we hear from people all the time is, hey, Flood insurance is not available because my community is not a participating member. And that's just not correct. Now, flood insurance is not available through the National Flood Insurance Program, but we see private flood insurance options for the suspended communities or non-participating communities every day. So it is important to understand, even if your community has been suspended, that you might still have available uh, flood insurance options through the private flood insurance. Now, we've been listening to a lot of stuff going on in the community of Hollywood, South Carolina, which is a local community in Charleston County, South Carolina, that was recently suspended from the National Flood Insurance Program. Now, residents are complaining because, of course, they have to go and buy a private policy, but once they buy it, they're locked in for a year, just like a National Flood Insurance Program. However, this is a myth we want to clear up. You see, when it comes to private flood insurance, it depends on the minimum earned premium. This might be 25%. This might be 50%. This might be 75%. That's what you need to pay attention to because you may not, not, not necessarily be locked in for an entire year. So if FEMA comes back and allows the community to participate six months down the road, but you only have a 25% earned premium, then you might be able to go back to the National Flood Insurance Program that maybe provides better coverage for you, maybe provides a better price. So that's really important to understand that. It really depends on the minimum earned and how the policy is written. So what you want to pay attention to, whether your policy was written during hurricane season, non-hurricane season, you know, look at the conditions that the private flood insurance company has in their cancellation policy. And this will let you know really what your true options are if they do bring the National Flood Insurance Program back to your community just a few months later. You know, we have seen this happen before when proper documentation was provided that the guidelines that the National Flood Insurance Program and maybe the state required have been met. Now, it also doesn't necessarily mean that all the private flood insurance options are going to be higher than they were. It depends on the risk. Now, if you've got areas like Hollywood, South Carolina, or Charleston County, 
which can be disaster prone you know, as a threat of hurricanes in that area because it is a coastal community. Maybe they are higher. Maybe it's a local community in Oklahoma, Nebraska, or Alabama that's not coastal. doesn't necessarily mean that the flood insurance is going to be higher than it was. But what it does mean is that if the community is no longer participating or suspended, that when your flood insurance comes up for renewal through the National Flood Insurance Program, your policy is going to be non-renewed until the community is participating again, until that suspension status has been removed. It means when you go to get a loan, that flood insurance through the National Flood Insurance Program is not going to be available until that suspension status has been removed. Same thing as we mentioned with disaster assistance or disaster grants. So these are all things to understand because it can have a major impact on a community. So maybe you live in a suspended community and you've got questions about what your flood insurance options are, what you can do to reduce your risk, or maybe how you can help get your community out of the suspended status. Make sure to visit our website, floodinsuranceguru.com. Remember, we have an educational background in flood mitigation, which means we can help you understand your flood risks, your flood insurance, and mitigating your property long term. My name is Chris Green, president and owner of the Flood Insurance Guru, and I want to ta- thank you for tuning in to today's episode on what happens when communities are suspended from the National Flood Insurance Program.